0: Hello, listeners. Welcome to another episode of Activate God's Purpose, where we yield our humanity to God's divinity. Let's talk about a wisdom that is not of this age, a wisdom that is not of this era, a wisdom that almost doesn't exist in our times because. Well, pretty much because of the way we live life, because of some of the values that we've lost, um, some of the beliefs in God that we've lost, because it, it's a type of wisdom that comes with spirit, spiritual experiences, physical experiences, yes, mental, emotional, because you know we learn from all these things, whether it's a, a mental experience, emotional um heart experience, mind experience, um, physical experience, experience uh, excuse me, experience, everything is an experience, right? Uh, but there are levels of experiences that bring levels of knowledge and that bring levels of understanding that bring a whole other level of wisdom, And the type of wisdom we're talking about is a wisdom that is not of this age. And so if it's not of this age, where is it? Where does it come from? Who does it come from? You know, what does this type of wisdom that is not of this age, what does that type of wisdom look like? Um, How does one function in it? How does one handle it? How does one acquire such wisdom? Where is it coming from? You know, why does it exist? What, what is it for? Right? So I'm really going to take my time again with scriptures and really read the scriptures to you because really this podcast is about the word of God. It's about getting to know God, getting to know Jesus, getting to know the Holy Spirit. And, um, one of, the, one of the best ways to do that, apart from our personal experiences or hearing about him, one of the best ways to do that is to spend time in the Word of God. And, you know, the Bible says uh, in, in um, Corinthians, Paul said, he said, let Jesus be exalted, right? So we're not here to exalt man or the wisdom of man or the philosophy and traditions and culture of man and man's intellect, We're here to to celebrate, to talk about God, about Jesus, about the Holy Spirit, and the kind of wisdom they come with, the kind of wisdom, the kind of love and grace and mercy and, and, um, and life and value and virtue that they come with. So... This particular podcast will focus on wisdom, but there's the, everything at the end of the day. When you're going through stuff, when uh, you're around people, when you're making decisions, everything needs some type of wisdom. And it can be human wisdom. It can be superficial wisdom. It can be deep wisdom. It can be wisdom from God, wisdom that has existed well before God formed the earth, well before God made Adam and Eve. It's so an ancient type of wisdom that is barely found nowadays because we don't really seek this wisdom. We, we seek um, knowledge and experiences and um, ways and means to understand things um, through other avenues. We don't go to God for wisdom. And this is a type of wisdom, this wisdom that is not a wisdom of this age. It's a type of wisdom that can be found only in God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. So I don't know what you need in-depth wisdom for. I mean, the type of wisdom that is so rare. There are some situations in our lives that need a type of wisdom and that need this type of wisdom. And so I pray to God that by the end of this podcast, you'll know that the wisdom that you're lacking or people around you are lacking and that you need is this wisdom, this wisdom which is not a wisdom of this age? And if you seek God, if you ask Him, if you ask the Holy Spirit, He will reveal things to you. He says, Call out to me and I will answer you, I will show you great and hidden things. So let's start. 1 Corinthians. Chapter 2, verse 6, reading from verse 6, it says, Yet among the mature, we do not impart wisdom. Although it is not a wisdom of this age, or of the rulers of this age, who are doomed to pass away. Yet among the mature, we do impart wisdom. We do impart wisdom. I should read that properly. Yet among the mature, we do impart wisdom. Although it is not a wisdom of this age or of the rulers of this age who are doomed to pass away. You see, we have wise people we say we use words like gurus. We, um, I, I'm not sure what other words are out there. Uh, that's the most popular one, as I know. Um, wait, I'm trying to think of the other one. Is it sensei? Um, let me think of others. And some would just say teacher. Some would just say rabbi. It just depends on where you come from. Every country and culture, I believe, have their own. Um, titles for people who contain wisdom, deep wisdom, you know, uh, rulers of this age, of our times, who have wisdom, leaders who have, you know, lived through the politics, lived through um, the times, lived through the ages, they come with wisdom. Um, People who've had certain jobs, who've had to do certain things. They come with a lot of wisdom from their experiences. But here it says, not a wisdom of this age or of the rulers of this age who are doomed to pass away. We're going to pass away no matter how much we rule, no matter how much we become wise in this world. At some point, we're going to pass away. Right? And It continues to say, but we impart a secret and hidden wisdom of God. We impart a secret and hidden wisdom of God, which God decreed before the ages for our glory. It's a wisdom that God decreed before the ages before the rulers of this age, before our time. It's an old kind of wisdom that has deep secrets hidden within it. But we impart a secret and hidden wisdom of God, not of man, not of politics, not of science, not of medicine, not of pharmacia, not of uh, uh, um, paganism, not of uh, uh, um, satanism, not of witchcraft, not of human intellect, not of, of um, wizardry or warlock, with types of wisdom. We know these things exist. Let's not play games. We, in this world that we live in now, we know, we know that all these um, different types of Spiritualisms, the the uh, um the diviners, the fortune tellers, the what else do do um depending again on which country you come from, right? In some places you have juju, in some places you have voodoo, in some places it's just called witchcraft, and people look upon these things as ancient wisdom. As types of wisdom. And they're right in a sense that this stuff, these practices are ancient. And they have their own kind of wisdom. The problem with that is, those types of wisdom come with a lot of evil. Come with, I'm sure you've heard the saying that says, the devil comes for his due. In all those practices, where it's dark wisdom, it's dark age wisdom, it's ancient dark wisdom. There's a price to pay for those things. There's a price to pay when we humans indulge in those things. You see people who are um, in very, very high places going to these diviners, going to the altars of Baal to seek the future, to seek wisdom, to know what to do, what not to do, who to trust, who not to trust. But what happens at the end of the day? What happens? It backfires eventually. And it affects people, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. So the question is, which wisdom which wisdom are you going to go with? And so or am I going to go with? Because this, this is affects all of us. And so it says again, but we impart a secret. And hidden wisdom of God, which God decreed before the ages for our glory. You see, God wants wisdom to be for our glory. He wants this deep, hidden wisdom to be for our glory, not to hurt us but somehow that we would discover this wisdom and use it to our advantage. And it says, None of the rulers of this age understood this. This wisdom that God, this secret and hidden wisdom of God which God decreed before the ages of our glory. None of, the rule, none of the rulers of this age understood this. For if they had, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. If they understood the wisdom that God wanted to impart to mankind, to you and I, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. And you know, the Lord of glory is Jesus. And the rulers at the time were intimidated by him. Intimidated by him because <laughs> his wisdom himself. He, 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 he knows the secret things of God. He is one with God. This is a deep, ancient wisdom. This is deep, ancient wisdom that people cannot understand or fathom or refuse to accept. There's there's a type of wisdom that God has that He wants to impart in us. But This wisdom cannot be imparted to us outside of Jesus. He is the wisdom. But we don't want to accept that. And rulers of this world don't want to accept that. And people who kick against God certainly don't want to accept that. And people who can't fathom that a man would allow himself to be crucified, that a God come in the form of a human being would allow himself to be crucified in the form of his son, that type of ancient wisdom, that type of, of ancient love, of, of, of deep, deep, deep love, the wisdom of God to sacrifice His only begotten son. It's hard. It's difficult for people to fathom. And people say, God and Jesus cannot be one. Well, the reason why we would say that is because, remember the first line. It says, although it is not a wisdom of this age or of the rulers of this age, is a type of wisdom that belongs only to God, creator of heaven and earth. And it says, if they had understood the wisdom, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. Even the, the um, uh, what should I say, the cults, the sects, the the um the rabbis who 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 um betrayed Jesus the Sadducees and Pharisees who betrayed Jesus all these people the the um the occult all these different facets and sects and cults and whatever you want to call them and beliefs and systems belief systems if they really <laughs> had understood. Who Jesus is and who God is, the power of resurrection, who the Holy Spirit is, they wouldn't have bothered to crucify Jesus because crucify him, he's still Lord. Bury him, he's still Lord. He's going to get right back up again. Do what you want to do. He will conquer. He will conquer darkness. He will conquer demons. He will conquer wickedness. He will conquer evil. Yes, he will. And yes, he does. So some of you out there listening, there's a type of wisdom that the systems of this age don't want you to have. There's a type of wisdom that the systems of this age don't want you to hear or to see or to know about. And the more ignorant you are, the more ignorant I am, the more they will blind us. And we carry on with life as though these realms, levels of wisdom don't exist, or they do. These spiritual levels, we act like they don't exist. We act like they don't have consequences or repercussions, depending on which one you're dabbling into. depending on what you're getting yourself into, because you're seeking answers, you're seeking wisdom. You, you want to know something, you're seeking knowledge. I'm seeking knowledge. But my brother, my sister, it's not just anywhere and everywhere you should be going to seek wisdom, to seek knowledge, to know what the future holds. The Bible says, test every spirit. You know, I know we all go through difficulty, we all go through pain, we all go through challenges, and we all feel totally lost and confused sometimes. Those are the moments to just sit still. The Bible says, be still and know that I am God. Those are the moments to not rush and make any decisions. Those are the moments that you don't run to seers and fortune tellers and, and, and false prophets, fake prophets, wolves in sheep clothing. Those are the times you sit and be still and ask God, what next? What should I do? I'm waiting for your answer. It's hard, but I'm waiting for you. I want your kind of wisdom. Why? Because if, if I have your kind of wisdom, oh God, I know that I'm safe. I know I'm secure. I know that my anything concerning me is safe and secure. But were I to get so desperate as to go and tamper Into these other wisdoms, so called wisdoms, so called knowledge, so called powers, there will be a price to pay. God's wisdom brings peace. God's wisdom brings safety. God's wisdom brings security. God's wisdom makes us thrive spiritually, mentally, emotionally, and physically. These are the wisdoms that appear to work. Hmm. Their, their, their levels, these systems, their levels of wisdom do not go as in-depth are not as pure and as clean and as empowering as God's wisdom. God's wisdom which is not the wisdom of this age be careful what you tamper with what you go into in your search for knowledge in your search for wisdom in your search to be this guru or wise person whatever it is this this your spirit is hungry we are spiritual beings The flesh is just containing you as a spirit. The breath of God is in us, and the spirit of God has breathed into us. So, your spirit is looking, is searching. Your soul is searching. Your mind is searching. And so, many of us have dabbled in many things because we're seeking answers, because we're hungry. Seek for the wisdom that is not of this age. Seek for the wisdom that is not of this age. And which wisdom is that? Is It's the wisdom that comes from God, from Jesus, from the Holy Spirit. So it says, But as it is written, What no eye has seen, nor ear heard, nor the heart of man imagined, nor the heart of man imagined. So you're going to all these men and all these women searching for answers. But (laughs) there's a level that even they can't imagine. There's a level that even they can't answer. No warlock, no wizard, no witch, no satanic worshipper, no altar of Baal. Satan cannot be wiser than God. Witches and warlocks cannot be wiser than God. Satanists cannot be wiser than God. It's impossible. Atheists cannot be wiser than God. Christians cannot be wiser than God. Religions of the world cannot be wiser than God, cannot be wiser than Jesus, cannot be wiser than the Holy Spirit. It just is, whether we like it or not. It's just the truth. It's just the truth. So if you're looking for real wisdom, go for wisdom that is not of this age, which is found only in God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. It's not found in religion. It's not found through a soothsayer or fortune teller. It's not found through a diviner. It's not found through witches. Even they know that. The problem is, you don't know that. I don't know that. But now we know. We're talking about it today. Yeah? Because it's serious. And once you get attached to these other forms of seeking wisdom, you are endangering your life, you are endangering your purpose your God-given purpose, you are endangering your identity, you are endangering your family, you are endangering your finances, you are endangering your health. There's so many things that you are endangering. And you might think it's innocent. Or maybe you know it's not innocent. But you enjoy it. Until Satan comes and says, give me What is due to me? Give me what is due to me. So you thought this was free. It's not. But yet here we have God who gave us Jesus for free. We didn't have to pay for him. He did. He paid the price. Jesus paid the price. There's nothing for us to pay. We can't pay for that, which Jesus did. Thank you, Lord. You know, this is serious because a lot is happening around the world and people don't know these things or they know, but they're still playing around with stuff. That stuff comes back to bite. Ask people who've been in it. If you want wisdom, go to God. Go to the Holy Spirit. Go to Jesus. I know their methods are different from ours and we have to wait And we human beings are not patient. We want quick answers. We want microwave answers. But the wisdom that you really need, that I really need, is not a wisdom of this age. So it doesn't come cheap. It didn't come cheap. It comes to us through the blood of Jesus, through the cross, and the resurrection of Jesus, and the coming down of the Holy Spirit to be with us, To guide us in this wisdom. To show us this wisdom. To mature us gradually into this wisdom. This wisdom that is not a wisdom of this age. It says, What God has prepared for those who love Him. Let me read that over again. But as it is written, What no eye has seen, Nor ear heard, nor the heart of a man imagined what God has prepared for those who love him. These things God has revealed to us through the Spirit. See, it takes the Holy Spirit. Paul was telling the Corinthians, it takes the Holy Spirit. So I don't know which Spirit. You're looking up to my brother, my sister, dear listener. To give you wisdom, to show you the way, to deliver you, to redeem you, to save you. To give you answers that you need. People turning to necromancy. People turning to diviners. No, it says what God has prepared for those who love Him. These things God has revealed to us through the Spirit. That is, is, the Holy Spirit. It says, for the Spirit searches everything, even the depths of God. So while we're going to other places to seek wisdom and knowledge and answers, God is saying to us, you have my Holy Spirit. He is the one who searches the deep things of God. He is the one who knows the depths of God. He is the one who can bring from God the answers that you need. He is the one that will will reveal the depths of God to you, the Holy Spirit. He is the one who knows a wisdom that is not of this age. He knows that wisdom. He is that wisdom. Oh, hallelujah. Again you'll find those verses um, 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and start reading from verse 6. And I will move on to James chapter 1 verse 5. It says if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God, who gives generously to all without reproach, and it will be given him. James 1 5, if any of you lacks wisdom, Let him ask God, who gives generously to all, to all, to all, without reproach. Without reproach, willingly. And God isn't going to look at you and say, I gave you that wisdom. Now I'm coming for my due. I'm coming for what's due to me. God is not trying to hold wisdom back or away from us. He wants us to have this wisdom. But we're going to, like it says in Corinthians, we're going to men and women whose eyes, not, not their ears, their eyes haven't seen, their ears haven't heard, nor can their hearts imagine what God has for those who love him. What God has prepared for those who love him. There's a wisdom that God has prepared for you, for me. And he says, God reveals these things, what? Through who? Through the Holy Spirit. And James 1, 5, with generously, he reveals to us generously without reproach. Freely. So if you lack wisdom, it says, let him ask God. Ask God and it will be given to you. James 3.17, but the wisdom from above is first pure. This ancient wisdom, this wisdom that is not of this age. In James 3.17, it says, but the wisdom, this type of wisdom is from above. Is pure, first pure, then peaceable, gentle, open to reason, full of mercy and good fruits, impartial and sincere. Please take a minute to think about that. James 3 17. It says, but the wisdom from this from above is first pure. The wisdom from God, the wisdom from the Holy Spirit, the wisdom from Jesus is pure, is peaceable, doesn't torment you, doesn't leave you awake at night worrying, doesn't leave you with fear and anxiety. It's gentle, open to reason, full of mercy. It doesn't make you hurt yourself and hurt other people. And good fruits, good fruits. In other words, good things, good character, good thoughts, good behavior, integrity, honesty, transparency, patience, love, kindness, mercy, grace. Good fruits. Loving kindness, good fruits, impartial and sincere. Sincere. No hidden agenda, no traps. It is what it is. How you see it, what you see is what you get. No tricks, no gimmicks, no ifs, ands, and buts. Sincerity. No lies. impartial. Do you need wisdom? God is not going to look at how much money you have in, in your bank account or not, or what your skin color is, or what your accent is like, or what whether you're short or tall, whether you're thin or slim or fat or obese. He doesn't care. He doesn't. Do you need wisdom? Do you need wisdom? He doesn't care how many houses you have or don't have. How many cars you have or don't have. How many shoes or clothes you have. No. How much jewelry you have. No. He's impartial. He's full of love and mercy. And he's sincere. And if you're looking for genuine wisdom. No matter who you are. He says ask. And it will be given to you. Proverbs 3, 13-18 Blessed is the one who finds wisdom and the one who gets understanding. Blessed is the one who finds wisdom and the one who gets understanding. For the gain from her is better than gain from silver and her profit better than gold. Wisdom What you gain from genuine wisdom, what you gain from the wisdom that is not of this age, is better than gain from silver and any profit of gold. She is more precious than jewels and nothing you desire can compare with her. Long life is in her right hand and in her left hand are riches and honor. Her ways are ways of pleasantness, and all her paths are peace. Now, I'm not a biblical scholar, but I do know that in translations, as some of you might know, especially if you speak another language, some things are um, referred to as feminine nouns or male nouns, right? And it's they. The feminine or the male um, is, is, is associated with certain words in certain languages. And it's, uh, they're applicable to male or female. So it's just the word that has a... Um, the meanings of the words are applicable to men and women. It's just that the word itself is defined in that particular language as a feminine word or male, masculine word. Okay, that's all that is right there. When it says she is more precious than than jewels, that that she um her for the gain from her is better than gain from silver. It's not saying wisdom is a woman. It's that the word wisdom itself is a feminine word. Um, in Hebrew. I hope I've explained that properly. Um, Okay, so the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Fools despise wisdom and instruction. Hmm. That's Proverbs 1, 7. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Fools despise wisdom and instruction. So if you're asking, um, well, where do I start? Well, start by being afraid of God. In other words, by respecting him, by reverencing God. That right there is a start. Reverence him, acknowledge him. Right? He doesn't exist. Don't act like he doesn't exist because he does. Worship him, reverence him, talk to him, have a relationship with him. It says, Fools despise wisdom and instruction. It's not saying that you and I are fools, it's saying that for us to to, to not um, follow instruction, for us to not follow God. For us to not have any reverence for God. For us to, to, to not want this wisdom. Then we're acting like fools. We, we, we despise truth. We despise what God has to say. We despise the wisdom and knowledge that God has, has for us. Right? Right? So let's follow his instruction. Let's follow his wisdom. Let's not act like fools. Right? I'm looking for something. That's why I'm acting a little quiet right now because I want to make sure that I explain to you properly Um, what I was explaining about the feminine and masculine words. I know some people will understand it, but I know that some might frown at it. And I don't want it to become an issue. One second. I know what I'm talking about, but... Personification. Yeah. Here we go. Yes. Here we go. Here we go. This will be better. Better explanation. It says, Why the female personification of the word wisdom? Perhaps in part because in Hebrew, wisdom is a grammatically feminine noun. So you see what I'm saying? In Hebrew, wisdom is a grammatically feminine noun so that's why when we read in proverbs 3:13 to 18 proverbs chapter 3 verse 13 to 18 it it says it it refers to wisdom as her or she blessed is the one who finds wisdom and the one who gets understanding for the gain from her is better than gain from silver and her profit better than gold. She is more precious than jewels, and nothing you desire can compare with her. Long life is in her right hand. In her left hand are riches and honor. Her ways are ways of pleasantness, and all her paths are peace. Wisdom is peaceful. Wisdom is pleasant. In her left hand are riches. What are the riches you're looking for? And honor. What is the honor you're looking for? Are you looking for long life? Is that why you're going to all these spiritualists? It says long life is in her right hand. Long life is in the hand of wisdom. The riches you're looking for are in her left hand. The long life that you're looking for, people are afraid of death and will do anything to stay alive. And you all know what I'm talking about. People going to all kinds of people to make them promises of long life as if those people gave us breath to breathe. God gave us breath to breathe. The Bible says, teach us to number our days. We have, our days are numbered. In other words, everyone has a length of time marked up by God. So what we should be doing, wisdom would tell us to go back to God and say, teach me to number my days. So that I will live well, so that I'll do things properly, so that I'll fulfill my purpose, so that I'll bear good fruits. So that I'll live a life of decency and honor. It says nothing you desire can compare to her. Nothing you desire, nothing I desire can compare to this wisdom that is not of this age. This wisdom is not of this age. Hallelujah. So I hope it's coming through. I hope we're beginning to understand. Hallelujah. So let's go to um, Proverbs 19. Proverbs 19 20, verse 20. Listen to advice and accept instruction that you may gain wisdom in the future. Listen to advice and accept instruction that you may gain wisdom in the future. My brother, my sister, we have to pay attention. Listen to advice. We have to know what's what. We have to know what we're tampering with, what we should not tamper with. Ephesians chapter 5 from verse 15 to 17, it says, Look carefully then how you walk, not as unwise, but as wise, making the best use of the time, because the days are evil. Therefore do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is. Do not be foolish. Let us not be foolish. Let us listen to advice and accept instruction from the Holy Spirit that we may gain wisdom in the future, that we may gain this wisdom which is not of this age, this wisdom which only God can give us. You cannot find this wisdom anywhere else. Nothing else. Nobody else has it. And the Bible is saying to us, be wise, listen to instruction. Look carefully, look carefully how you walk. Do not be unwise. Make the best use of the time. Because the days are evil. How do you make the best use of the time? Of the time You find this wisdom. Go to God and get the wisdom from Him to make the best use of the time that you have on earth. And I do the same. I should do the same. Seek God for wisdom. Seek God for answers. And he says in James 1:5, remember, he will give to us generously when we ask him. So stop going to places and people and gaining all kinds of false and fake wisdom which will end up damaging your life, damaging your loved ones. Which will make a promise to you and which will cause you, and the promises will not come true or will only go so far, and which will make you pay, pay a very, very high price. Some people have paid with their lives. Some people have paid with the lives of their spouses, of their mothers, of their children. What kind of wisdom is that? The ultimate sacrifice has been made for us. Jesus, the Christ. Hmm. Then it goes on to say, therefore do not be foolish, but understand that the will, what the will of the Lord is. That's Ephesians chapter 5, verse 15 to 17. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is. Proverbs 12, 15. The way of a fool is right in his own eyes, but a wise man listens to advice. Proverbs 10.23 Doing wrong is like a joke to a fool, but wisdom is pleasure to a man of understanding. We're talking about wisdom that is not of this age. A man or woman who has understanding will treasure this wisdom, will search for this wisdom, will seek this wisdom because he or she has an understanding that this wisdom is more precious than jewels and that there's nothing that we can desire compared to this that can compare to this wisdom. This wisdom, in the right hand of this wisdom, is long life and in the left hand of this wisdom are riches and honor. Her places are ways of pleasantness and all her paths are peace. This type of wisdom doesn't torment you, gives you peace, makes your way pleasant. So if you have gone around looking for different types of wisdom, but still you're empty and still you're unfulfilled and you're full of anxiety and fear and you're not sleeping at night, And you cannot even be sincere. And perhaps you're not bearing good fruits. You really need to go check out that type of wisdom. I don't know where you got it from. But you need to question it. And hopefully you'll come back to God or go to God and say, Lord, I really messed up. I should have asked you for wisdom. I should have asked you for power. I should have asked you to make me wealthy. I should have asked you to help me to become pregnant. We know about all these rituals and things that people do for stuff. We know. We're not ignorant anymore. We know what's going on. Let's stop. Let's stop. Hallelujah. Colossi- Colossians 3:16 Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, with thanks-thankfulness in your hearts to God. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom. Let us get to know Christ. Let us get to know Jesus. And let us admonish and teach each other in all wisdom. What type of wisdom? The kind that when you get to know Christ, the kind of wisdom that is not a wisdom of this age. And it comes happily, it comes joyfully. It says, admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your hearts to God. It's a joyful kind of wisdom. It brings peace. It makes us sing. Proverbs 18.15 An intelligent heart acquires knowledge and the ear of the wise seeks knowledge. You hear that? Proverbs 18.15 An intelligent heart acquires knowledge and the ear of the wise seeks knowledge. What kind of knowledge? What kind of knowledge are you seeking? Am I seeking? I pray to God that we seek the knowledge the wisdom that is not of this age. The wisdom which is not of this age but can be found in God in Jesus and in the Holy Spirit. Proverbs 2:6 For the Lord gives wisdom. There it is. For the Lord gives wisdom. From his mouth come knowledge and understanding. Ha, thank you, Lord. For the Lord gives wisdom. From his mouth come knowledge And understanding. So ask him, my brother, ask him, my sister, dear listener, for his wisdom, for his knowledge, for his understanding. Psalm 111, verse 10 The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. All those who practice it have a good understanding. His praise endures forever. All those who practice the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. That's where your wisdom starts, when you start to fear the Lord. And again, fear there literally just means worship, respect Him, reverence Him, acknowledge that He's Lord, acknowledge that He's real. Proverbs sixteen sixteen. How much better to get wisdom than gold? To get understanding is to be chosen rather than silver. How much better Better to get wisdom than gold. But most of the time we're going for the gold. Right? It says to get understanding is to be chosen rather than silver. It's better to get understanding than to have silver. Better to get understanding than to have silver. Proverbs seventeen twenty seven to 28. Whoever restrains his word has knowledge. And he who has a cool spirit, a cool spirit is a man of understanding or a woman of understanding, might I add. You see, it says this type of wisdom, this ancient wisdom is wisdom that will give you what? Good fruit. What kind of good fruit? Self-control. You're able to restrain your words. You're able to restrain yourself. You have self-control. You have knowledge, so it helps you to have character, integrity. It helps you, it shows you how to behave in certain situations. You're able to control yourself. Why? Because you're filled with the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit has filled you with this wisdom. This wisdom which is not of this age, or this wisdom that is not of this age. He says, even a fool who keeps silent is considered wise. My God. When he closes his lips, he is deemed intelligent. So you could be standing near someone who might not be as learned as you are, who might not know, I don't know, the world and books and positions and titles and just knowledge as much as you have. But you're now in a situation and you're standing next to this person and you're misbehaving and you're acting up and acting out because, you know, hey, you know everything or I'm acting up and acting out because I think I know everything, right? I'm just giving a, a, a picture. And here's this person standing beside you, this man or woman who doesn't know or standing beside me. Who doesn't know what I know or who doesn't know what you know? But because they kept their mouths sealed, they kept their mouths shut, they restrained themselves. After you and I are done displaying (laughs) and showing off, that person who doesn't know as much as we do, standing beside us looks wiser than we do because they have restraint. Because they restrained themselves. So he he is now deemed or she is now deemed more intelligent than we are. Because, you know, we wanted to show ourselves. We wanted to show what we know. And how dare anyone talk to us anyhow. Do you, you know, you hear people say things like, do you know who I am? Do you know who I am? Oh, Lord, help us. Do you know which family I come from? Do you know who my father is? Do you know who my mother is? Do you know where I work? Wow. And that man or woman who doesn't have half the knowledge that you have now looks wiser than you or looks wiser than me. Luke 21:15 For I will give you a mouth and wisdom which none of your adversaries will be able to withstand or contradict. Hmm. I, I will give you a mouth and wisdom, which none of your adversaries will be able to withstand or contradict. Ah, this wisdom, which is not of this age, will give us a mouth, a wisdom, knowledge, and understanding which none of our enemies will be able to withstand or contradict. Have you been in situations where people contradict you or where something has happened and the more you try to explain it, the more guilty you look and the more innocent the perpetrator looks, the enemy looks, the more you talk, the more you try to break it down, the worse the situation becomes, and the worse you look. And then finally, it appears as though you're the one lying and you're the one who caused the problem. This wisdom, this ancient wisdom, will save us from our enemies, our adversaries. None of them will be able to withstand. Or contradict this wisdom. Proverbs 3, 7. Be not wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and turn away from evil. Don't be wise in your own eyes, my brother, my sister, dear listener. Don't be wise. Seek God. Ask Him the questions. Inquire of the Lord. He will give you wisdom generously. Proverbs 11, 2, When pride comes... Then comes disgrace. But with the humble is wisdom. This wisdom humbles us. It destroys pride in us because this wisdom knows that pride will destroy us. Pride will disgrace us. Pride will bring us to our knees in shame. Pride will cause our lives to go into shambles, chaos. It might look good now to be prideful and arrogant, especially if you've got the silver and the gold, or for whatever reason it is that a person is, is prideful or arrogant, but it comes before a fall. Pride comes before a fall. This wisdom will humble you and protect you and restrain you, and even, if, and even your, from your adversaries, it will protect you. Proverbs 9 9 verse 10. Oh yes, I just read, I'll just read it. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and the knowledge of the Holy One is insight. Insight, when you have knowledge of God, you're gaining insight. You're gaining insight into his wisdom. You're gaining insight into realms where No eye has seen, nor ear has heard, nor the heart of man has imagined what God has prepared for those who love him. See, reverence him, love him. Be with him, spend time with him, ask him the questions. So that things that people can't even imagine, the type of wisdom they can't even imagine, see or hear will come to you and it'll bless you, it'll protect you, it'll give you long life, it'll give you honor, riches and honor. Remember, at her right hand is long life, in her left hand are riches and honor. So which wisdom are you operating in? And right now, my brother, my sister, which wisdom, what type of wisdom, where did you get it from? Who gave it to you? What is it doing for you? What is it doing to you? Psalm 90 verse 12. Psalm 90 verse 12. So teach us to number. Yeah, here's that scripture. Numbering our days. So teach us to number our days that we may get a heart of wisdom. Teach us to number our days that we may get a heart of wisdom. Ask the Lord to teach you. He wants to. Ask Him to show you. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 30. And because of Him, you are in Christ Jesus, who became to us wisdom, hallelujah, from God, who became to us wisdom, from God. Jesus, Christ Jesus, is our wisdom. You can't take Jesus out of the equation. You can't say you want wisdom from God and not have a relationship with Jesus and not have a relationship with the Holy Spirit. You can't put them aside. It's the Holy Spirit that searches. Remember 1 Corinthians um, chapter 2, we read from verse 6, It's the Spirit that searches everything, even the depths of God. So you cannot take the Holy Spirit out of the picture. You also definitely cannot take Jesus out of the picture. And because of Him, you are in Christ Jesus, who became to us wisdom from God, righteousness and sanctification and redemption. James 3.13 Who is wise and understanding among you? By his good conduct, by his good conduct, let him show his works in the meekness. Oh, Jesus, in the meekness of wisdom. You see, Jesus was given to us. What did he do? Jesus is our wisdom. He displayed the meekness of this wisdom. How did he display the meekness of this wisdom? He allowed himself To be slaughtered for us. He allowed himself to be bruised, disgraced, embarrassed in the public eye. To be hung on a cross as they mocked him. You say you're the son of God, save yourself now. He wanted to die for us. He wanted to sacrifice for us. He knew his mission. He wanted to sacrifice for us so that we could be reconciled unto our God. But what do we do? We turn from Jesus. We turn to other gods. We turn to other spirits. We don't turn to the Holy Spirit. We don't turn to Jesus. We mock Him. We make fun of Him. But He is our wisdom. The wisdom that you're seeking, that we are looking for. You want your eyes to see. You want your ears to hear. It is in Him. It is in the Holy Spirit who seeks the depths of God. The Holy Spirit knows what is inside God. Knows what God is thinking. Knows what God wants to do. It says, by his good conduct, let him show his works in the meekness of wisdom. True wisdom is not arrogant. True wisdom is not prideful. True wisdom is not cheap, is not easily found. It is not a wisdom of this age. Not a wisdom of this age. It's in Christ Jesus. Ecclesiastes 8 verse 1. Who is like the wise? And who knows the interpretation of a thing? A man's wisdom makes his face shine. And the hardness of his face is changed Wisdom will change you, will change your character, will change your demeanor, will give you peace. Remember, it says her ways are pleasant, will give you joy. Maybe your face always looked hard, full of fear, worrying, trying to hide your insecurity, trying to be who you're not, trying to put up a brave front, try to put up a face, a facade. But you don't have to do all that. When you have this ancient wisdom, and who or what is this ancient wisdom? Is Jesus Christ, who brings to us this ancient wisdom, is the Holy Spirit, who searches the depths of God. What is in the hand of this ancient wisdom? In her right hand is long life, in her left hand are riches and honor. So what type of wisdom, my brother, my sister, are you looking for? Do you want? Proverbs chapter 4, verse 5 to 9. Get wisdom. Get insight. Do not forget and do not turn away from the words of my mouth. Do not forsake her. Again, wisdom is feminine, grammatically, in Hebrew. So do not forsake her and she will keep you. Love her. In other words, love wisdom, this ancient wisdom, and she will guard you. The beginning of wisdom is this. Get wisdom, and whatever you get, get insight. Prize her highly, and she will exalt you. She will honor you if you embrace her. She will place on your head a graceful garland. She will bestow on you a beautiful crown. My goodness. Ancient wisdom, which is not of this world, that is not of this world, will get you insight. If you prize her highly, she will exalt you. She will honor you if you embrace her. She will place on your head a graceful garland she will bestow on you bestow on you a beautiful crown so what is the honor what is the fame what is the greatness what is the success what are the things that you're looking for they don't match up to this wisdom they don't match up to this wisdom proverbs 15:33 the fear of the lord is instruction in wisdom and humility comes before honor Humility comes before honor. This wisdom is meek. This wisdom is humble. It's not prideful, prideful and arrogant and cocky, it doesn't show off. It's deep and quiet and steady. It guards, it protects, it gives insight. It bestows. Honor, beauty, grace. It keeps you. The fear of the Lord is instruction in wisdom. Get wisdom. Wisdom will cause us to fear God. Wisdom will cause us to honor God. Because whereas the devil will come for his due when he gives you anything, when God gives us wisdom, it is his joy to do that. And he doesn't come to take it back from us. If anything, he continues to instruct us. He conti- it, it continues to grow in us. It continues to expand us and honor us. Cause us to do the right things and not act like fools because we have gives us the spirit of self-control. It restrains us from doing things that will damage us later or in the present. People take impulsive and irrational decisions based on emotions, based on how they'll look, based on what people will say and end up destroying their lives and the lives of their loved ones. Impulsive decisions to show power to intimidate others, to hurt others, to show that, that they are in charge, they are in control. And what happens? Damages the person and damages the people around them. The fear of the Lord is instruction in wisdom. Be wise. Ask the Lord for wisdom. Ancient wisdom, wisdom that is not of this age. Ecclesiastes 7.12 For the protection of wisdom is like the protection of money. You're looking for money? No. Look for wisdom first. That protection you're looking for, look for wisdom first. This wisdom that will guard you and guide you and honor you and bestow you with beautiful things. And dress you up with beautiful character, humility and meekness. And then when you have money, you're so wise, you know what to do with it. Now you got both. You got the wisdom, you got the money. A lot of people got the money, but they don't have the wisdom. Some have the wisdom, but don't have the money. Which one do you prefer? Your answer will say a lot (laughs) about where you are right now, right? But it's fine. It's good to ask these questions. What do I prefer? What do you prefer? Wisdom with money, wisdom without money, wisdom now and get money later so that it lasts. So then I have wisdom and I have money. God gives us instructions, and his instructions will protect us and preserve us. His wisdom will protect us and preserve us. His insight will protect us and preserve us. That's why he says, Ecclesiastes 7.12, for the protection of wisdom is like the protection of money, and the advantage, the advantage of knowledge is that wisdom preserves the life of him who has it. The advantage of knowledge, what knowledge? The knowledge that wisdom, this ancient wisdom, this wisdom that is not of this world, that is not of this age, will preserve us, will keep us more than money can. Matthew 7 24, everyone then who hears these words of mine and does them will be like a wise man who built his house on the rock. Again, protection. When you hear the words of Jesus and you abide in them and you do them, you're considered to be a wise man who built his or her house on the rock because come what may, That house is not going down because it's built on Jesus, the rock. Jesus is also called the rock of ages. Proverbs 14 verse 8. The wisdom of the prudent is to discern his way, but the folly of fools is deceiving. Wisdom gives us prudence. It gives us the power to have insight and awareness and discernment. But the folly of fools is deceiving. You know, we would be foolish, in other words, to be without this wisdom. We would be foolish to not seek God's instructions. We would be foolish to not ask the Holy Spirit, "What, what is God thinking? What does God want me to do? What should I do, Holy Spirit? It would be foolish to not realize and understand that Jesus is indeed wisdom. Colossians 2 verse 8. See to it that no one takes you captive by philosophy and empty deceit. You see that? See to it that no one takes you captive by philosophy and empty deceit. According to human tradition according to the elemental spirits of the world and not according to Christ. See to it. You make sure of it. The Bible says, work out your salvation with fear and trembling. You be sure. You make sure. And I should make sure that we're not taken captive by the philosophies and the empty deceit according to human traditions, according to the elemental spirits, spiritualism, spirits all over the place, people seeking spiritualists, all kinds and types and forms, people seeking them. And these people are using spirits to predict, to foretell, to prophesy and destroying lives elemental spirits of the world and not according to Christ. And who is Christ? He is the wisdom that we need. He is the wisdom that we're searching for. He is the wisdom that has our answers. He is the wisdom that no no mind can imagine. No spiritualist can imagine. That's why the Bible says, instruct yourselves in the word. Remember, uh, Proverbs 15, says, the fear of the Lord is instruction in wisdom. And humility comes before honor. Humble, we should humble ourselves. Get this wisdom and this wisdom will honor us. Humility comes before honor. Hmm. Hallelujah. Proverbs 19 verse 8. Whoever gets sense. Whoever gets sense. mm -hmm. I don't think I wrote this out properly. Whoever gets sense loves his own soul. He who keeps understanding will discover good. I'm not sure what that one is. I'm very sorry. So I'm going to skip that one. Let's go to the next scripture. Proverbs 29 verse 11. A fool gives full vent to his spirit, but a wise man quietly holds it back. A fool gives full vent to his spirit. Again, someone who doesn't have wisdom has no restraint, no self-control. Loses it, gets so angry and so mad and so irritated and so impatient and can't hold back. No self-control. It says, but a wise man quietly holds it back. A wise man, yes, he's angry, but he holds back. A wise woman, she's angry, but she holds back. They keep their mouths shut. They stop themselves from acting and reacting. They hold back. Don't be impulsive when you're angry. Be careful the decisions you make when you're angry. Proverbs chapter 24 from verse 3. By wisdom, a house is built. And by understanding, it is established. By wisdom, a house is built. What are you building? Your relationships, your office, your business. What are you building? Ask God for wisdom. And by understanding it is established. God will give you wisdom. Will help you to understand. Will give you insight. Will give you knowledge. Will instruct you. And establish you. It says by knowledge the rooms are filled. With all precious and pleasant riches. A man is full of strength. And a man of knowledge enhances his might. For by wise guidance, you can wage your war. And in abundance of counselors, there is victory. Wisdom is too high for a fool. It says a man is full of strength. Uh, Sorry, a wise man. A wise man is full of strength. And the man of knowledge enhances his might. For by wise guidance you can wage your war. By wise guidance. See, restrain yourself. Hold back in your anger. Don't lash out. Wait. Get wise guidance. Get wisdom. Get the wisdom that is not of this age from the Holy Spirit. Let the Holy Spirit ask him to seek the depths of God's mind and thoughts and come to you and tell you what to do and instruct you. Give you wisdom that is not of this world so that you will be protected. You will be protected. Ephesians chapter 1 16 to 19 says I do not cease to give thanks for you remembering you in my prayers that the God of our fa- the God of our Lord Jesus Christ the Father of glory may give you the spirit of wisdom and spirit there's capital S meaning the holy spirit the Father of glory may give you the spirit of wisdom and of revelation and the knowledge of him Having the eyes of your hearts enlightened. Everyone's looking for illumination and enlightenment. Well, here it is. Ephesians chapter 1, 16 to 19. The spirit of wisdom and of revelation in the knowledge of him, of God, of the Lord Jesus, which is where and in whom you will find wisdom, that is not of this age, wisdom, which is not of this age. It says, what will happen? Having the eyes of your hearts enlightened, that you may know what is the hope to which he has called you. You want knowledge? Go to him. What And you, that you may know the hope. You, you may know what is the hope to which he has called you. What are the riches of his glorious inheritance in the saints? And what is the immeasurable greatness of his power toward us who believe according to the working of his great might? My brother, my sister, dear listener, you want enlightenment? You want to be illuminated? Go to God. Go to God. Go to the Holy Spirit. Go to Jesus. Proverbs 10 verse 8. The wise of heart will receive commandments. But a babbling fool will come to ruin. The wise of heart will receive commandments. Where do we find commandments? We find commandments in the Bible. Where do we find wisdom? In the Bible we find all these great, great, great words of wisdom, words of knowledge, words of understanding, words that give us character. These instructions that build us in the Bible. We find them in Jesus. We find them in the Holy Spirit. We find them in God. Hallelujah. And he says, in 1 Corinthians chapter 3 verse 18, let no one deceive himself. If anyone among you thinks that he is wise in his age, let him become a fool that he may become wise. Wow. In our world, we are told that the wiser, I mean the older you become, the wiser you are. And in a sense that is true, right? Because from my experiences we learn a lot of things. But here the Bible is saying to us is if you want true wisdom, you want true knowledge, it's in God. It's in him. If you want to speak true wisdom, if you want to speak true wisdom, it's in God. It says, let no one deceive himself. If anyone among you thinks that he is wise in, his, in this age, let him become a fool that he may become wise. If anyone thinks that he is wise in this age, let him become a fool that he may become wise. Become a fool Why? So that you can empty yourself out of anything you think you know. So that I can empty myself out of anything that I think I know. So that you and I can gain wisdom. Wisdom that is not of this age. Wisdom which even the rulers of this age do not have. I think there's a saying that says we should not be wise in our own eyes, right? When I read that scripture, that comes to mind. It says, Let no one deceive himself. Let no one deceive himself. If anyone among you thinks that he is wise in this age, let him become a fool that he may become wise. We have to become fools. So that we can become wise. So that we can gain this wisdom. This wisdom. In Proverbs 13 verse 10. It says by insolence comes nothing but strife. But with those who take advice is wisdom. By insolence. There's a lot of insolence in our world now. You know, we all know everything. We're all rude. We are very assertive. Everybody wants power. Everybody wants to just speak their minds. There's no restraint. Everybody has rights. We are, you know, we're arrogant. We're cocky. We don't want to know our opinion is the best opinion ever. And we don't want to be illuminated and enlightened by the word of God. We don't want to be restrained by ancient wisdom. We're insolent. And what does it do? It brings nothing but strife. Look at all the strife on our earth. Look at all the strife in our universe, around our world, around our globe. Look at all the strife. Why? Because we lack wisdom, which is not of this age. Because we think that we are wise in this age. And it's saying we should become fools so that we may become wise. But we all think we know it all. And look at what has happened to our world. Look at what is happening to our children. Job 12 Verse 12 to 13, wisdom is with the aged and understanding in length of days. With God, are wisdom and might, he has counsel and understanding. So yes, wisdom can come with age. We talked about that. Wisdom can come with what? Length of days. It can come with experience. Then it says, but with God, are wisdom and might. He has counsel and understanding. We ought to allow God to counsel us. God understands and knows better than we ever will or can. So we ought to allow him to lead us and guide us because of the type of wisdom he is and because of the type of understanding he has that we can't ordinarily have. Ephesians chapter 5, 15 to 16. Look carefully, look carefully then how you walk, not as unwise, but as wise, making the best of the time because the days are evil. We have to be careful. There's that warning again. We have to be careful how we walk. Be careful where you go. Be careful who you mingle with. Be careful who talks to your soul, to your spirit. Be careful who whispers to you. Whether you're in the boardroom or the bedroom or, or the kitchen or in your car or in the shower. Be careful who you're listening to. Be careful what you're listening to. Be careful what you entertain. Be careful who you entertain. Be careful. It says, don't walk as unwise but as wise, making the best use of the time because the days are evil. The days are evil. First Corinthians chapter 1, verse 25. For the foolishness of God is wiser than men and the weakness of God is stronger than men. In other words, It's better to have the foolishness of God than to have the wisdom of man. It is better to have the weakness of God than to have the strength of man. Proverbs 3, 5. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding understanding. Trust him, my brother. Trust him, my sister. Stop trying to think it all out and plan it all out. Take it to him. The Bible says that when we bring a thing before the Lord, he will establish it. He knows all the ropes. Let him counsel you. He says, I will counsel you with my eye upon you. You want the eye of God himself upon you. I want the eye of God upon me to counsel me. God knows how many mistakes and bad decisions and wrong steps I've made and taken. I'm in a place now where I I say to God, yes, please, by all means, by all means. Matter of fact, most of my prayer time now is show me the way, lead me, guide me, show me what to do, what should I do? How should I be? Who should I be? Those are my prayers now. I'm not not praying for houses. I'm not praying for cars. I'm not praying for jewelry. I'm not praying um, for things. Sure, I'd love some more money because things are expensive. Even the Bible says money is a necessity. What God hates, he says, what he hates is the love of money, but it's a necessity. But I'm not going to chase it to my detriment. i not going to chase money to my own detriment. The Bible says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness, and then all these other things will be added unto you. Now that's wisdom. That is wisdom. I wish someone had told me that when I was younger, that what I really needed to do was to seek the kingdom of God first. And all these other things would be added onto me, but I had to find out the hard way because nobody told me. I didn't hear it being preached. I wasn't taught that. That's why every time I do these podcasts, I'm so convicted about what I say. I'm so, uh, uh, um, what's the word, convicted. Um, I'm so... Oh, thank you, Lord. I'm so forceful, not in a negative way, but forceful in that I know these things to be true about God and I want to get it out so other people will discover who he is. I want to get these words out, these scriptures out so that people will gain this wisdom, which is not of this age, this wisdom that is not of this age. The passion to get this out, so that people know, and it doesn't matter what age you are, but once you have the knowledge, once you have these scriptures, once you listen to these podcasts, because we're all learning from them, I'm learning, you're learning, we're growing together, we're gaining wisdom, which is not of this world, together. That's why I do this. In Job twenty-eight twenty-eight, it says, And he said to a man, Behold the fear of the Lord. That is wisdom. And to turn away from evil understanding. It says, See the wisdom of God. See the fear of the Lord. I'm sorry. See the fear of the Lord. Acknowledge the fear of the Lord. Embrace the fear of the Lord. That right there is wisdom and turn away from evil when you turn away from evil then you're gaining understanding when you're turning away from other things then you're gaining understanding proverbs 14:16 one who is wise is cautious and turns away from evil but a fool is reckless and careless Proverbs 14, 16, one who is wise is cautious and turns away from evil, but a fool is reckless and careless. Proverbs 4, 7, the beginning of wisdom is this, get wisdom and whatever you get, get insight. So get wisdom, get understanding, get insight. I'm just going to keep reading scriptures so that it really enters your spirit. Isaiah 40 verse 28, have you not known, have you not heard? The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He does not faint or grow weary. His understanding is unsearchable. God's understanding is unsearchable. That's why it takes the Holy Spirit, as we read in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, where it says, for the Spirit searches everything. Reading from verse 6. For the Spirit searches everything, even the depths of God. From verse 6 onwards, just read all the way, and you'll see those scriptures there. You see, unsearchable. Why? It is not a wisdom of this age. It is not. Proverbs Proverbs 14, 33, wisdom rests in the heart of a man of understanding, but it makes itself known even in the midst of fools. Wisdom will make itself known. Wisdom will make itself known to anyone. If we open up and embrace wisdom and accept wisdom, It says it rests in the heart of a man of understanding. Once you gain understanding, this unsearchable understanding of God, once you gain that, wisdom rests in your heart. Understanding rests in your heart. Self-control rests in your heart. The heart of man is desperately wicked. And the only thing that can restrain the heart of man is the unsearchable wisdom of God. And how do we get the unsearchable wisdom of God? Through his Holy Spirit, who searches the depths, the mind of God. John 8, 32. And you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. You're being told the truth today, my brother. You're being told the truth today, my sister. Proverbs 13 verse 1, a wise son hears his father's instructions, but a scoffer does not listen to rebuke. My goodness, that's a whole other teaching. A wise son hears his father's instruction, but a scoffer does not listen to rebuke. Many people these days scoff, many young people are scoffers. They don't listen to parents. They're being taught by society to not listen to parents. (sighs) Colossians 2 verse 3. In whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. That's in Jesus. All the treasures of wisdom and knowledge are hidden in Jesus the Christ. Daniel 2.23 To you, O God of my fathers, I give thanks and praise for you have given me wisdom and might. Wisdom and might. Imagine that. Pray for that, my brother. Pray for that, my sister. Wisdom and might. Pray for wisdom, insight, understanding and might. And have now made known to me what we asked of you. Wisdom will make you mighty. Wisdom will make you stronger. Wisdom will give you direction. For you have made known to us the king's matter. Nebuchadnezzar got all his sorcerers, all his magis- magicians, all his seers. None of them. All his pagan uh, 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 witchcraft juju, voodoo, whatever, fortune tellers, all of them, none of them, none of them could interpret his dream. Only Daniel could. Read Daniel chapter 2, the full story. It says, for you have made known to us the king's matter. There's wisdom and there's wisdom, people. Let's pray for the wisdom of God. Psalm 37 verse 30. The mouth of the righteous utters wisdom and his tongue speaks justice. The mouth of the righteous. The Bible says not one. Not one is righteous. So where is this righteousness coming from? It's coming from Jesus. When we we give our lives to Jesus, his righteousness comes upon us. And when his righteousness comes upon us, we gain wisdom. And even our mouth begins to utter wisdom and justice. We speak truth. We lie less. We deceive less. We speak more truth. We become more honest. We become more genuine, more authentic. Colossians 2, from verse 2 to 3, that their hearts may be encouraged, being knit together in love, To reach all the riches of full assurance of understanding and the knowledge of God's mystery, which is Christ. It always comes back to Jesus. The unsearchable things of God. The mysteries of God. is Christ Jesus, in whom are hidden, hallelujah, All the treasures of wisdom and knowledge in whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. We cannot take Jesus out of the equation. We cannot take him out of the picture. We can't act like Jesus does not exist. We cannot act like Jesus is not the son of God. Or you can choose to act that way. I can choose to act that way. But what happens in the end, we lose. It says that their hearts may be encouraged, being knit together in love, to reach all the riches of full assurance of understanding. The riches of full assurance and understanding and the knowledge of God's mystery, which is Christ. In whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge in whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. My brother, my sister. Proverbs 29 verse 15. The rod and reproof give wisdom, but a child left to himself brings shame to his mother. The rod and reproof give wisdom. For those of you who are afraid to discipline your children, the Bible says that when you discipline your child, you are giving your child wisdom. That's okay if they don't like you. You're not the friend. You're the parent. If you leave that child or those children to themselves, they will bring shame to you. So do your best to train them to fear God, to have character, to fear the Lord, to accept Jesus, to accept the Holy Spirit. Even if it sounds like they're not listening, they're paying attention. 2 Chronicles chapter 1, verse 7 to 12. In that night, God appeared to Solomon and said to him, Ask what I shall give you. And Solomon said to God, You have shown great and steadfast love to David my father and have made me king in his place. O Lord God, let your word to David my father now, Father, be now fulfilled, for you have made me king over a people as numerous as the dust of the earth. Give me now wisdom and knowledge. There you go. Solomon God said to him, ask me what you want. I'll give it to you. Solomon says, give me now wisdom and knowledge. My brother, my sister, dear listener, I pray that right now that that is your prayer. I pray that prayer for myself too, even now. God, give me knowledge and give me wisdom. He says, to go out and come in before this people. For who can govern this people of yours? which is so great god answered solomon because this was in your heart and because you have not asked for possessions solomon you've asked for wisdom and knowledge you've asked for wisdom on how to rule the people you haven't asked me for things it says because this was in your heart and you have not asked you asked this Your prayer, Solomon, is authentic, that you want wisdom and knowledge. You haven't asked me for possessions for wealth or honor or even the lives of those who hate you. You haven't asked for the lives of your enemies and you have not even asked for long life but have asked for wisdom and knowledge for yourself that you may govern my people over whom I have made you king. And it continues and continues and continues. That, you find that in 2 Chronicles chapter 1, from verse 7. And you can read the whole story. God asked him, what do you want? He said, give me knowledge. Give me wisdom, Lord. Most leaders will not ask God for knowledge and for wisdom. Most leaders will not ask the Lord, how can I rule over these people? How should I lead these people? What should I do for them? What, how can I be a good and great leader for them? You don't find such leaders easily these days. You don't, not in the offices, not in government systems, not in religious systems. You don't find people, leaders, people in high places who are asking God for deep knowledge, Deep wisdom, deep insight, deep understanding on how to lead the people. Romans 12 verse 2 Do not be conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewal of your mind that by testing you may discern what is the will of God what is good and acceptable and perfect. Wisdom this ancient wisdom, this wisdom that is not of this age, wisdom which is not of this age, will cause us to not be transformed to this world, but will cause us to be transformed by the renewal, renewal, continually renewing our minds. The Bible says, let us have the mind of Christ. Let us find out what is the the good and acceptable and perfect will of God. I'm at a point now where I want the perfect will of God. Perfect. Holy Spirit, lead me. Proverbs 11, verse 30. The fruit of the righteous is a tree of life, and whoever captures souls is wise. So in other words, whoever gains souls for God, whoever wins souls for God, is a wise person. So as you're learning these scriptures, as they're becoming life to you, pass them on to other people. Let them also learn. You're winning their souls for God. You're enlightening them in the truest form. You're giving them wisdom and life and honor. You're giving them riches in the truest form. Capture souls for him. Not capture in a way that is negative. It, that's not what he's saying. In other words, win souls through this wisdom. Proverbs 3 verse 13. Blessed is the one who finds wisdom and the one who gets understanding. But how are people going to find this wisdom? How are they going to get this wisdom unless we tell them that it exists? So here you've heard it. Now pass it on to someone else. It'll make their lives better. It'll make you feel better. James chapter 1 from verse 1, and you can read on the whole chapter. But um, a couple of lines is uh, James, a servant of God and, the, and of the Lord Jesus Christ, to the 12 tribes in the dispersion greetings. Count it all joy, my brothers or sisters, when you meet trials of various kinds, for you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness, and let steadfastness have its full effect. That you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God, who gives generously to all without reproach, and it will be given him. So continue to read that. It's a, it's a whole, um, read the whole chapter, James chapter 1. It's very, very wise scripture, very deep. Colossians chapter 4, verse 5 to 6 walk in wisdom toward outsiders. Make the best use of the time. Let your speech always be gracious, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how you ought to answer each person. Wisdom. This ancient wisdom, this wisdom that is not of this age, will teach us when to speak, when not to speak, who to speak to, when to speak, how to speak. But nowadays, you know, stuff just runs out of our mouths. No restraint over our words, no restraint over our tongues. We just say whatever comes to mind and we damage people. Proverbs 13 verse 20, Whoever walks with the wise becomes wise, but the companion of fools will suffer harm. Whoever walks with the wise becomes wise. Another way to gain this wisdom is to walk with people who believe in it, understand it, embrace it. But the companion of fools will suffer harm. If you want to guard yourself, walk with wise people, wise people who are seeking this wisdom, which is not found, which is not of this age, but which by the Holy Spirit and because of Jesus, we can have, we can know, we can see and hear it and enjoy the benefits of it because the Holy Spirit will search everything, even the depths of God and bring us this wisdom generously without reproach. Whoever is wise, Proverbs, I'm sorry, Psalm 107, verse 43, whoever is wise, let him attend to these things. Let them consider the steadfast love of the Lord. If you are wise, listen to all these wise scriptures giving us instructions, showing us what to do, how to be. Let's walk in this wisdom. Job 12, 13, With God our wisdom and might, He has counsel and understanding. What we're looking for is in God. The deep knowledge, deep wisdom, deep understanding, the discernment, the wanting to know this, wanting to know that, it's in it's all in God. Second Timothy verse, Chapter two verse seven. Second Timothy chapter two verse seven. Think over what I say, for the Lord will give you understanding in everything. Think over all these scriptures, my brother, my sister. And may the Lord give you understanding. Even me, as I've read these scriptures, and I will sit and read them again, may God give me understanding. May God give you understanding, my brother, my sister, dear listener. Second Corinthians chapter 1, verse 12. For our boast is this the testimony of our conscience that we behaved in the world with simplicity and godly sincerity, not by earthly wisdom, not by earthly wisdom, but by the grace of God and supremely so toward you. We will boast, but we're not going to boast by earthly wisdom. We're not going to boast by the ways and systems of this world. No, we're going to boast with simplicity. With the simplicity of God's wisdom and with the sincerity of God's wisdom. Thank you for staying through with me. There's so many scriptures, but I think I'll stop here. Thank you very much. Um, Unless, (laughs) perhaps I should just read through really fast. I'm going to just fly through the rest of these scriptures, just so that you have them. And whenever you want to go back to this podcast, or whenever you're looking for scriptures on wisdom, you have them. Of course, you can always go online and type, you know, what does the Bible say about wisdom? But this is a great compilation of scriptures pertaining to wisdom in the Bible. So, you know, bear with me. Let me read through them. And I just won't talk, but you'll hear the scripture and we'll finish this um, episode. (coughs) Thank you. God bless you. Proverbs chapter 414. Know that wisdom is such to your soul. If you find it, there will be a future, and your hope will not be cut off. Proverbs 24:14. Know that wisdom is such to your soul. If you find it, there will be a future, and your hope will not be cut off. Proverbs 28:26. Proverbs chapter 28, verse 26. Whoever trusts in his own mind is a fool. But he who walks in wisdom will be delivered. Isaiah chapter 28 verse 29. This also comes from the Lord of hosts. He is wonderful in counsel and excellent in wisdom. Proverbs chapter 17 verse 10. A rebuke goes deeper into a man of understanding than a hundred blows into a fool. Proverbs chapter 4 verse 5. Get wisdom, get insight. Do not forget and do not turn away from the words of my mouth. James chapter 1 from verse 5 to 6. If any of you lacks wisdom, or we've read this, um, well, let me read it. James chapter 1, verse 5 to 6. If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God, who gives generously, generously to all without reproach, and it will be given him. But let him ask in faith with no doubting, for the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea that is driven and tossed by the wind. Jeremiah chapter 9 verse 24, but let him who boasts boast in this, that he understands and knows me, that I am the Lord who practices steadfast love, justice, and righteousness in the earth. For in these things I delight, declares the Lord. Proverbs chapter 15 verse 12, a scoffer does not like to be reproved he will not go to the wise. Proverbs chapter 16 verse 23, the heart of the wise makes his speech judicious and adds persuasiveness to his lips. Colossians chapter 1 verse 9, and so from the day we heard, we have not ceased to pray for you, asking that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will in all spiritual wisdom and understanding." Ecclesiastes chapter 10 verse 12, The words of a wise man's mouth win him favor, but the lips of a fool consume him. Proverbs chapter 23 verse 12, Apply your heart to instruction and your ear to words of knowledge. Jeremiah 33 verse 3, Call to me and I will answer you and will tell you great and hidden things you have not known. 1 Corinthians chapter 3 verse 19, for the wisdom of this world is folly with God, for it is written, He catches the wise in their craftiness. Psalm chapter 51, verse 6, Behold, you delight in truth, in the inward being, and you teach me wisdom in the secret heart. Jeremiah 9, verse 23, Thus says the Lord, Let not the wise man boast in his wisdom, let not the mighty man boast in his might, Let not the rich man boast in his riches. Proverbs chapter 14 verse 29. Whoever is slow to anger has great understanding, but he who has a hasty temper exalts folly. Daniel chapter 2 verse 20. Daniel answered and said, Blessed be the name of God forever and ever, to whom belong wisdom and might. Philippians chapter 1 verse 9. And it is my prayer that your love may abound more and more with knowledge and all discernment. Proverbs chapter 21, verse 20. Precious precious treasure and oil are in a wise man's dwelling, but a foolish man devours it. Isaiah chapter 5, verse 21. Woe to those who are wise in their own eyes and shrewd in their own sight. Proverbs chapter 4. Read from verse one. Um, let me skip that. It says, um, "Actually, no. I'm sorry. I'm going to read that." Proverbs chapter four from verse one. Read. You can read the whole chapter, but I'll just read some of this. It says, "Hear, O sons, a father's instruction, and be attentive that you may gain insight. For I give you good precepts. Do not forsake my teaching." When I was a son with my father, tender, the only one in the sight of my mother, he taught me and said to me, Let your heart hold fast my words, keep my commandments, and live. Get wisdom, get insight, do not forget, do not turn away from the words of my mouth. Daniel chapter 1 verse 17. As for these four youths, God gave them learning and skill, In all literature and wisdom, and Daniel had understanding in all visions and dreams. Proverbs 13, verse 3 Whoever guards his mouth preserves his life. He who opens wide his lips comes to ruin. Proverbs, sorry, he who opens wide his lips comes to ruin. Whoever guards his mouth preserves his life. He who opens wide his mouth comes to ruin. Proverbs 18, one, ch- chapter 18, verse 1. Whoever isolates himself, seeks his own desire. He breaks out against all sound judgment. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 17. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you the spirit of wisdom and of revelation in the knowledge of him that's the whole point of this podcast this scripture Ephesians 1:17 that the god of our lord jesus christ the father of glory may give you the spirit of wisdom and of revelation in the knowledge of him john 8:12 again jesus spoke to them saying I am the light of the world whoever follows me will not walk in darkness but will have the light of life 2 Timothy chapter 3 verse 16 to 17 All scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching for reproof for correction and for training in righteousness that the man of God may be complete equipped for every good work. All scripture, including these scriptures. Daniel chapter 12 verse 3, and those who are wise shall shine like the brightness of the sky above, and those who turn many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. May you and I turn many to righteousness as we grow deeper in God as we we begin to learn what the fear of God is and we begin to enter into that realm where we begin to see and hear the wisdom that is not of this age, the wisdom which is not of this age, the wisdom which only the Holy Spirit can search in the depths of God and bring to us such wisdom and counsel. And so Daniel chapter 12, verse 3, and those who are wise... Shall shine like the brightness of the sky. May we become wise and shine like the brightness of the sky above. May we turn to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. Galatians chapter 4, verse 9. But now that you have come to know God, or rather to be known by God, how can you turn back again to the weak and worthless elementary principles of the world? whose slaves you want to be once more. So now that you know this truth, do you want to become slaves to the worthless elementary things and principles of this world? Do you want to become slaves to spiritualists who are taking your money and lying to you, to false prophets who are taking your money and lying to you? Do you want to rely on your own wisdom? Elementary principles of the world. Remember, Proverbs chapter 4, verse 5 to 9, what we started with. Get wisdom, get insight. Do not forget and do not turn away from the words of my mouth. Do not forsake her. Who is she? Wisdom, and she will keep you. Love her. Who? Wisdom. And she will guard you. The beginning of wisdom is this. Get wisdom. And whatever you get, get insight. Prize her. Who? Wisdom. Highly. And what will she do? What will wisdom do? She will exalt you. And she will honor you if you embrace her. She will place on your head a graceful garland. She will bestow on you a beautiful crown. God bless you. God keep you. May you gain wisdom. Wisdom that is not of this age. Wisdom. Again, read 1 Corinthians chapter 2, starting from verse 6. Yet among the mature, we do impart wisdom may we be mature enough to receive wisdom. Although it is not a wisdom of this age or of the rulers of this age who are doomed to pass away, but we impart a secret and hidden wisdom of God which God decreed before the ages of our glory. None of the rulers of this age understood this, for if they had, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. But as it is written, what no eye has seen, nor ear heard, nor the heart of man imagined, what God has prepared for those who love him. These things God has revealed to us through the Spirit, for the Spirit searches everything, even the depths of God. God bless you, my brother. God bless you, my sister. God bless you, dear listener. Thank you. I know this was a long podcast, but thank you for listening to the end. And I pray to God that through this, you will begin to acquire wisdom, which is not of this age. It is not a wisdom of this age. It is not a wisdom of this age. It comes only from God. May you receive and embrace that wisdom so that it'll guide you and protect you and direct you and honor you with long life. Remember, she's more precious than jewels. There's nothing that you desire that can compare to her. Remember, in her right hand, she has long life. In her left hand are riches and honor. Remember that her ways are pleasant and that her paths are peace. Remember that she will, she will clothe you with honor and with grace. She will prize her highly and she will exalt you. Honor her, embrace her. She will honor you if you embrace her. God bless you. God keep you. God cause his face to shine upon you, upon all of us. And may we gain this wisdom. May we gain this wisdom. May we gain this wisdom. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you. God bless you and talk to you soon.